Welcome to 90s Noise. I'm April, born 1991. And I'm Ashley, born in 1988. We are back, and this episode, we're talking about, what is it, Disney Afternoons? What was it called? The uh, the Disney Afternoon cartoon block, I guess? Yeah. So, this is something that went on in the early 90s that had a handful of different cartoons that were going for kids to watch when they got home from school. So yeah, there's about five or six that we dove into for this week. And But yeah, the, the Disney afternoon blog, which, which basically was the first of its kind, it's something that had never been done before because a lot of the cartoons that were going on were usually on during the day or in the, like on the weekends and there really wasn't any good programming when kids got back from school. You know, we either had to wait till the weekends or we kind of missed a lot of those. So that's what's kind of cool about what Disney was doing is sort of creating this whole new thing for kids to be able to to come home and look forward to watching their new favorite show because it really did go on through majority from mostly throughout the whole 90s they sort of took over that and then once they started kind of figuring out how to do the whole syndication thing other networks started to take part in it which was like like Fox Kids came about and the I forgot what they call it is it Something, the WB one or something, where in the Tiny Toons and stuff, their whole network saw what Disney was doing, and that's where sort of Tiny Toons and that whole franchise of stuff came out of, because they were following following along. I mean, Disney was finding a way to make these new cartoons and making a lot of money from it because of all of the different networks that were able to access it, which was something completely new to how TV programming was available. Absolutely. Do you remember coming home from school and watching that? I don't remember, like, literally, but I do know that a lot of these shows in the early 90s, their first half of the programming that they did, I do recall watching. Now, once it got into the later 90s, I had sort of vaguely heard of some of those programs but they were at that point I was too old so I didn't really watch any of those but the six that we're gonna talk about on this episode I do remember strongly watching the majority of them so it's kind of kind of exciting going back into them and re-watching them and as an adult and surprisingly I, I don't know if you had the same sort of viewpoint on it but a lot of them are really good still like I actually enjoyed watching them as an adult like they didn't they didn't feel too childish and like annoying where you're like okay skip this I, I need to move on I I can say for the most part there's a few that I feel the same way there's also a couple that I'm like yeah I remember not caring for those when they were on and so I'd always pass over them it, it's definitely gonna be interesting to hear both our takes on everything though for sure yeah, definitely. I am curious, you know, being that you're a bit younger than I am, what shows sort of stood out more to you growing up versus what I gravitated towards, I guess. Uh, so I don't know how you want to do it, but I was just thinking like going in order from kind of how they pushed them out through the 
TV programming. Yeah. So the first one they sort of included in that was the adventures of the gummy bears. <laughs> the gummy bears. Oh my gosh. I and so this is one that I don't feel like I ever ended up watching for some reason. I'm not sure why because it was prime time in my years that I grew up and stuff because it was on from uh, 85 to 91. So yeah. I had a lot of seasons in a in a long time frame. So I am kind of curious as to why I never watched that one or maybe I did and just just don't remember anything but you said you remembered this one I I remember bits and pieces of it I think specifically my brothers watched it because it was kind of similar to Care Bears obviously you kind of mm. can get that feel to it but it was also a lot like there's a couple of the Disney movies like the sword and the stone type mm. feel yeah the, i don't remember if this was a disney one per se but the what was it quest for camelot it was a another it's, a, it's like a it's kind of like that fantasy magical sort of feeling with the show it was very light-hearted and and just sort of i don't know yeah how to ex describe it <laughs> yeah and i i enjoyed it it has a lot of the voice actors that we know from other things too yes it does it really and i'm gonna say something about this and i like just because it was the one show where i felt like i really noticed the similarities and I know that when you're a voice actor, a lot of, you know, sometimes your voice is, it'll stand out and it'll carry from one character to the next. But in my opinion, I thought that the two characters in there, which are, that come from like one of the, the more well-known cartoons as kids know, which is Winnie the Pooh and Garfield. So mm -hmm. two of those characters, voice actors are also the same in this one. But they sound, in my opinion, they sounded almost exactly alike. And I had a hard time separating the two yeah. like all i could picture was Pooh. i mean not Pooh, tigger or garfield when i was listening to them once i picked up on it and yeah. i was like wait a second what's going on here i i think that's mainly because of the fact that those are the characters that we associate with those voices so much and so mm. it's kind of just hard to like separate okay, they do other voices. I know that's right. kind of, when I was younger, I was the same way. I was like, I'd hear a voice that I'd heard in other ones because I know like the older Disney movies, they did this a lot too. They use the same voice actors all the time. And mm, so of course, yeah. you'd hear somebody in one and then go to the next movie and, there's, and they're right there also. Right. And so... It's, it is hard to separate that, but I, I completely understand it because the first, just the first minute of hearing that you're like, mm -hmm. okay, yep, yep. I know exactly. Yeah. And I see it as, because I'm not really sure if I, when I was a kid, I would have been able to really pull those apart and, and realize like, oh wait, no, that's the same voice as, you know, Garfield or whatever. I'm not sure if I would have picked up on that. And I mean, voice actors do such amazing work and I, I know it's probably a tremendously difficult job, but I would think as a voice actor playing different characters and roles, you would want your characters to have a separation to be different so that when someone talks about 
Tigger, they're not also going, oh, yeah, Tigger is also sounds the same as the gummy bear character. You know, you would kind of think that they would make it to where they each had their own distinct sort of whatever. So that way you could, you know what I mean? Like you could be like, that one's different from that one. Absolutely. Yes, I definitely understand that. Kind of like how Seth MacFarlane, who he does so many voice characters and everything, but he does separate most of them. Like you can always tell the different voices. It's not just the same voice. And I think now it's kind of gotten to the point where that's more common to make sure your voice differs for each character. Mm -hmm. Whereas back in the early 90s, it really didn't make that much of a difference. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Jim Cummings was in the studio for 12 hours a day, just going here, 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 this one, this one, this one, like not even really having a separation himself to where he had that time to process or change even just a little bit of tones or anything like that. And I think also it kind of was nice for kids and parents to recognize those voices though. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of why they didn't really try to make them sound different. Yeah, because obviously back then we didn't have the internet to go look up and see, oh, who's voicing that one and who's voicing that one. So yeah, maybe having that that similarities and different tones and and dialects and stuff maybe that was a way for them to sort of be like hey look I also play you remember me from you know playing Tigger and just those little jabs here and there that's a good point though actually because yeah I mean a lot of these voice actors did so many different roles like their resume is just amazing and a lot of these shows that we're talking about even this episode there are some that are in almost all of them like they just have so many characters and stuff so that's it's really amazing to see and I I just props to them for the work that they do because it's it's outstanding and that's such a big part of really any child growing up because most people watch cartoons so you really do get to hear a lot of great talented artists out there yeah absolutely now did you how many episodes of gummy bear adventures did you watch i mean i just kind of played around with all the shows and i just sort of played random ones and just kind of had it going on in the background while I was doing some research on the shows. So honestly, I don't know. I, (laughs) a couple, I would say at least of gummy bears. I mean, it was cute and it was, you know, kind of fun to sort of get into their whole little forest and world that they had created, which it kind of was a weird premise because they're basically like these almost extinct bears because thanks all thanks to humans for sort of degrading their habitat and you know just making them almost extinct and i'm kind of thinking about how how sad that is and how like wow like that's actually still going on today and mm-hmm. and people haven't changed and this is just uh, so that's kind of what i picked up on on for the most part <laughs> yeah yay humans we haven't learned in 30 plus years <laughs> Of these cartoons trying to teach <laughs> us things. <laughs> but yeah, I like, I enjoyed the Gummy Bear Adventures. Uh, like I said, I I do believe it was one that w- we watched because it kind of did have those similarities with Care Bears. And that it was just, it was just a fun thing. It had, it wasn't just purely animals. It mm-hmm. had humans as a part of it. It had 
the separation of good and bad guys and everything too. Mm. And what I did think was interesting was sometimes you get these cartoons and they have different characters that are in the forefront of the story who are animals or a form of an animal like the bears who mm. talk and everything like that. And then they bring in like the horses or the <laughs> wolves or something like that who are just pure animals that don't talk yeah. and it's just like you know i wonder what those that wolf's got to say about all this or something like that <laughs> what would you say you kind of liked most about the show probably the mixture of each gummy bear having the different personality kind of almost a, in a sense a little bit like the seven dwarfs is mm. what it kind of reminds me of okay. and that they each played a role but you really couldn't do much without them being a part of like without each of them i did like uh one of the episodes i w was watching was uh where the the two girls the two female bears were trying to do something they were working on doing something i think they were like trying to cook food and the guys were getting mm. in the way and so they're like all right we're gonna go we're gonna go scout or go walk the perimeter or something like that and make sure all these there's no like bad creatures or anything around <laughs> and so then the the boy bears are oh no you guys can't do that we're gonna go do that and everything i just i just kind of thought that was funny do you feel like you had a favorite bear at all probably i can't remember the names I, i'm horrible at names like that like i don't even like, yeah i'm horrible with the names but <laughs> the young the little young boy bear was probably hmm. my favorite also because he would always bring in like the wild animals he was the one that saved the little wolf cub and hid the wolf cub and that's just some, totally something i would do <laughs> if i had that opportunity <laughs> i would totally do that so didn't they all have like these magical abilities when they drank that gummy bear juice that was such a big top secret that the humans couldn't have because otherwise they would get this like super strength and you know probably get rid of the bears so i think all the bears had their own little magical whatever ability do you remember any of those yeah so mainly it was mostly just for the most part they showed strength and i know the older bear was kind of the wizard and had some of those wizard powers. I don't think I rewatched enough to see like all the others mm. and their little powers um, that they had. But I know that that's also kind of just fun as a kid watching. Like, yeah. oh, there's a drink that Magic. you could just drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they ever marketed any sort of thing during that time as far as some juice type thing for kids that you know played off of the gummy bears and if they sold some gummy bear juice or something i don't know <laughs> i'm i wouldn't be surprised if they did i think that would have gotten over pretty well now what's interesting there is so many similarities with care bears but the creator came up with the idea for this when his daughter was asking for gummy bears she wanted just gummy mm -hmm. bears to eat 
Yep. And I just thought that was... And he thought it would be a great idea. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're going to... You're going to eat these, but I'm going to make a... I'm going to make a show out of them first. Yeah. I'm sure if you were on that team, you would have been looking at the guy like he's crazy. Like, gummy bears? Really, dude? What? What? Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Brilliant idea. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think they should, as I know, I know they don't have a reboot at all, but I wonder, wonder if they should do a reboot of it or if they should just keep the show as is and not touch it. You know, I don't know if it would necessarily click with this with people today. I just, I don't know. Number one, I don't see that kids truly watch like we used to growing up mm-hmm. they're more into like the streaming and the satisfaction now and not having to wait for a new episode every week or anything like that and so I, I just don't know if they would truly enjoy and it be able to have its same feel as it did back yeah. in the 90s the 80s and 90s it would be kind of interesting uh if they tried doing like a reboot of a movie or something like a live action movie (laughs) there you go did you love gummy bears growing up though like the candy (laughs) yes i anytime we'd go to a candy store i would actually always go get gummy bears oh yes i love gummy bears too yes you know i i don't i'm not as big as a gummy bear person now i i kind of prefer more the the sour worms but some, there are some days where you just, you still want those gummy bears. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I definitely, I don't eat candy that much these days, but I could go for a bag of gummy bears. That would be, that'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So one other thing that I did find out about the show was the, the, basically the animation style. Like, did you notice the difference in animation with the gummy bears versus the rest of the shows that we watched like how basically it was only their head that was moving and the and everything else just was kind of static almost like a Hanna-Barbera production yeah I feel like there was definitely some of the same creators or artists because I I did feel very very Hanna-Barbera in that in gummy bears yeah they said that's because they were using a limited animation technique which helped them to produce the show and create the show a lot more easily and get you know create more content by not having to worry about moving all the different parts when it was more of a show that was about dialogue and not so much about like action and having to to do all that type of motion hey all for saving some time i'm sure that saved them a lot of time also yeah well, yeah i mean it, that was a long show i mean they put out a lot of episodes so that's that's a lot of work (laughs) absolutely definitely definitely worth a revisit for anybody who remembers yeah the adventures of the gummy bears it's a fun show adventures of the gummy bears yes yeah i liked it so now we're gonna talk about ducktales ducktales (laughs) all right yeah that's a cute show i loved it i loved just just the start like the theme song like that's that theme song just got you going like you were um, instantly like okay i'm ready for the episode let's go (laughs) ducktails (laughs) yeah i don't remember the words i remember the tune that's that's what that's the thing like most of these like rewatching them really 
the theme songs really brought me back for sure. Mm, yes. And DuckTales was definitely one that I watched significantly growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't know why either, because that was... I don't know if it was... Yeah. If it had anything to do with my brothers. I feel for some reason it didn't, though. Mm. Maybe they got me started on it, and then I just kind of got engrossed and wanted to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's DuckTales. I mean, come on. It's one of the, those times where they combine some of the characters. McScrooge, mm. Huey, Dewey, Louie, <laughs> and they bring in... I mean, they start to kind of... I feel like it was one where they kind of really started to bring in more canon characters into it. And mm. it wasn't just Donald, Mickey, Goofy, Minnie kind of thing. It was growing that universe. Giving them more adventures. I like that. Yeah, that one was very adventurous. It was very, like, Indiana Jones-type feeling, like, going all over the world and... And having all these fun sort of ways to find treasure or, you know, maybe they're fighting off villains to sort of keep them away from the treasure. Like, yeah, I thought it was such a really fun, fun show. I definitely enjoyed it. And I don't know, I guess it kind of also, I don't know exactly how to put it into words, but almost kind of <laughs> made you want to go out and do your own adventures too. There's these, <laughs> these three kids call them kids they're right. ducklings whatever <laughs> that, that are i guess in a sense almost kind of like a little bit of a home alone type feel on some of their adventures like doing <laughs> making these little traps for bad guys and whatnot mm. it was it was fun yeah yeah i agree so what did you think of mix oh, shoot what's his name scrooge mcduck scrooge mcduck scrooge mcduck yeah, i think it is <laughs> how he's all he's like and honestly, it's it's kind of funny because, you know, he's the richest duck in the world, but he plays like a rich guy plays as far as they have so much money because they aren't they don't really want to spend it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So he he's trying to do all these things to to save dollars and save his his pennies and not want to have to pay for anything. And that's that's what rich people do as even though they have all this money they never want to spend it and that's exactly how he was which is hysterical that he he was that way i love that i i love that they put that mm -hmm. into a character and made it so obvious that of how outrageous it is right <laughs> i get it you're you have amassed this fortune because you've not you're not just going out and spending all willy-nilly but mm -hmm. going and getting freaking like the the sample cheese blocks for meals every day because they're <laughs> samples oh my gosh can you imagine no like oh my gosh That's <laughs> that just i was watching that and i'm i'm thinking to myself how ridiculous is it that i guarantee you there are people that are still doing that right now <laughs> like it, oh yeah it's one thing if you're down on your luck and you don't have the money so you're doing the samples to get by mm -hmm. but it's another thing if you actually have access to the funds to be able right. to do and just being a cheap a cheapo right and, and it's like it never makes sense because it's it's like what's the point of having all that money and doing literally nothing with it you don't want to spend any of it like that to me just makes no sense yeah. <laughs> at all 
Absolutely. And then, like, swimming in it? Oh, that's, that's just classic. I mean, I think we all would like to swim in a big pool of some sort of money. Wasn't that in, uh, <laughs> did they put make that in live action in, what was it, blank check or something? Ah, I was thinking about that same thing, yeah. Something mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those things where I'm just kind of, I love Huey, Dewey, and Louie's characters, but Scrooge, I just, as a kid, I, I couldn't understand <laughs> I mean, you it. you love to hate him, you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's funny. It's one of those things where it's like, as a kid, you you don't understand it. You're you're like, oh my gosh, he's mm -hmm. he's so evil. But then <laughs> you kind of look at it, and you're like, as an adult, and you can in our day and age right now, you kind of envy him, right? And it yeah, and his self control. Mm hmm. But I mean, he was good to his grandsons or nephews or whatever they were. He you know he did. He did treat them well, and you could kind of see that sort of relationship that they were building throughout the show, and and, and I thought that was really a nice sort of touch that they included in there, and it wasn't just all about them fighting off the villains and 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 the bad guys and and whatnot. So that you know that was kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Did they make a movie? Did they do a movie out of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they did. They did have a movie, which I don't think was as successful as they wanted it to be like they had all these plans to to do more with the show like another sequel or something and then the movie came out and it was a bit of a a bit of a bust mm -hmm. and I thought it was kind of funny because I read somewhere that the movie came out basically around the same time as Problem Child and you know <laughs> You know how we feel about Problem Child. Yeah. But unfortunately, like, for some reason, Problem Child did better than the DuckTales movie, which I'm kind of like, wait a second, that's crazy. <laughs> I think because probably DuckTales was too child-focused, whereas Problem Child kind of catered a little bit to adults, I guess, in a sense. Mm -hmm. It kind of, it had, I mean, it had uh, John Ritter and then everything. And so it, right. it kind of, anybody, all the adults, for, like, loved him from Three's Company, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so exactly they went to go see that, even though they may not have necessarily cared. Whereas DuckTales... It really wasn't involving. It's a very specific audience. Like yeah. you have to be a big Disney lover. You have to kind of know that this is Donald's nephews or sons. I don't even know. I don't know the family storyline, but you know they're they're all related. <laughs> and so I mean, it yeah, that you do have a smaller audience than what you would for Problem Child. But yeah. I I'm sad that it didn't get you know a sequel after that because. I loved watching it as a kid. I thought it was I thought it was really cool. And I do I feel like I do really like the fact that Scrooge McDuck has a Scottish accent. I think it's kind of just so like random and and like hey, we're going to go with a, a with a Scottish accent. You know, Donald, we can't understand a word Donald says and then his kids are all, you know, just normal speaking duck voice and and you have a Scottish duck over there. So yeah. which is just crazy. <laughs> I yeah, I I think that's very intriguing how they did that, that those different versions in a sense. It's kind of just like, okay, uh, how does this family all connect? <laughs> 
But did you know that the voice of Scrooge is actually the actor that was in Mr. Ed? Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cool. And he played he played the Scrooge up until he recently passed away. Like, I think he passed away when he was 96, and he played that character all the way up until he's 94. So that, wow. that's some dedication. That's really, really amazing. Absolutely. I wow, I did not know that. That's that's pretty intense. To... Yeah, I think that's so cool that to have people that are that dedicated to their character and just love being a part of the world and, and don't want anyone else to to voice them. Absolutely. And I mean it's nice for us as adults, like if we went back and watched any of the new content with Scrooge and everything we'd recognize that and Mm -hmm. it would then take us back to our childhood where we were watching (laughs) DuckTales and everything. Did you like the launch pad character? Because I thought it was kind of funny when I was watching it. It sort of, his character sort of reminded me of Wilbur and Rescuers Down Under. He kind of just had that same hilarious, loopy, kooky bird vibe. <laughs> yeah, and that's... And so, yeah, Launchpad was an interesting character. And then mm-hmm. he, he is very much, like you said, like Wilbur in um, Rescuers. And he's fun. Yeah. He's fun, quirky. And that's a great <laughs> segue into the next one, which we'll go ahead and talk about, is... Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck wasn't next, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he, we're talking about Launchpad and everything, so we could, yeah, we could. I mean, yeah, Launchpad was in Darkwing, yeah, as well. But according to the creators, they're not the same character, even really? though they're the same. Isn't it the same? Act, like they weren't like supposed the to be made. Yeah, I think everything's the same. But, I mean, obviously, they still call them, I think, Launchpad, Launchpad yeah, Darkwing, right? Yeah, they do. But I don't think that it was... Because I think in DuckTales, he was just a terrible pilot. Like, he couldn't do jack shit with the plane. But in Darkwing, he's actually a very skilled and capable pilot. So they were trying to say that it wasn't... It was a, It's the same character, but it's not the same character. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to fuck with us or what, but... Are they trying to pull some, like, multi multiverse bullshit, like, back then? I and think everything? so. <laughs> this is a variant of Launchpad. <laughs> so, which one were we gonna... Do, where you wanted to do next on that? Oh, that's fine. I mean, I, was, I, had, I wasn't done with DuckTale. I, no, I was gonna go ask for, you... Go for more. <laughs> no, I had a lot for that one, but... um, No, I just actually saw that there is some... DuckTales scavenger hunt thing going on at Epcot right now because <gasps> that you know they did like a reboot of the show that yeah has been out for a few years now and and so I guess it's kind of tied into that but I was like oh dang it I wish I could go to Epcot and do that that would be so fun damn how long is that going on it just started so I'm assuming it's gonna be maybe a permanent it, thing for a while or is it maybe uh during which festival are we at what are we at arts festival time maybe i don't know huh i didn't see anything on there looking at the disney site as far as like only temporary through this i mean it it seems like it's kind of a new attraction that they may be doing for a while damn we'll have to check that out yeah that was kind of cool i thought (laughs) what else you got for ducktales 
I think that's kind of it. As theme song replays in my head on loop. I know, right? <laughs> Which apparently only took the guy forty five minutes to write. So Damn. You know how you know how hits come the hits are always the ones that you put like little effort into and then the ones you spend hours and hours on, it's like, and eh, that's a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, because I was gonna talk about Chippendale Rescue Rangers next. The guy actually wrote the theme song for this for this show as well. So nice. if you like one, you probably like the other. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I always like I always really like Chip and Dale. Yeah. How could you not? They're they so cute little. little <laughs> and they usually have people in like the theme parks playing them really well. Oh yeah. I lo- I think I I, f- I kind of feel like I remember seeing them when i was there in the early 90s i don't i just feel like that's one of the characters that i remember kind of being around one of the attractions yeah. like that we were in the line for and stuff i just feel like i remember their presence which is kind of funny oh yeah absolutely i i remember for me when i came down to disney in the 90s i believe i don't necessarily remember them in the theme park itself but i do remember them Mm. at the breakfast we did the i believe it was the grand floridian breakfast with the characters the character breakfast Mm. and i remember them coming around and everything but (laughs) i really i don't know why i just really like the adventures of chippendale rescuer yes i thoroughly enjoy that one and I, I don't know, I, I guess I, I think I kind of like how how they made them two completely separate characters, like mm, Chip yes. as well, and Dale. One of them kind of had more of the, the Indiana Jones theme going on, and then the other one had, uh, what was it? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Uh, Tom Selleck played them. Like a Miami Vice type feel. Uh, it wasn't Miami Vice, it was Magnum P.I., Magnum. Magnum, that's the other one. Yeah, Magnum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had the little, uh, what was it, a fly? <laughs> I think, maybe. <laughs> Some was, sort of flying insect. <laughs> he, was, he was cute, even though you never, like, he's an insect, right. but he was still cute. Yeah. Oh, I kind of I liked how they kind of would take the cases that the human detectives wouldn't. <laughs> Like the little girl who's lost her cat, of course. Aww. I was watching that one, and it made me sad. <laughs> did they Did they find the cat? They did. They did. Yay! I, I was really happy about that, because, I mean, you've got two chipmunks, then you've got, <laughs> what was the other one? A mouse? Gadget. There's Gadget, mouse, yeah. and then there was the other one. The, the bigger mouse guy? Yeah. And going to Cat Alley... To look for cat <laughs> and everything and it was it was it was cute and then like the little kitty and i thoroughly enjoyed that episode i'll be honest with you oh hey that sounds that sounds great yeah <laughs> what do you think of gadget though like as a a female character and kind of wasn't everybody else basically a male i feel like so yeah for the most part i like that they had had that i do feel like she could have done a little bit more Hmm. and like i don't know i guess i kind of a part of me too and maybe this is just because of like well when i was younger watching it i didn't quite understand both chip and dale were just so infatuated with her and everything because they 
they were in love. <laughs> and as a kid, you don't understand that. And then right. watching it as an adult, you're kind of like, I don't know. I guess it was a little too... I, I'm not even sure how to explain <laughs> that. It was just a little too cheesy, I guess, of how they were acting, maybe. Mm. But what about you? What did you think mm. of Gadget? I liked her. I mean, I thought she was a was a cool character to have. You know, being a a woman and a girl growing up, you could kind of look at her character as sort of being a good representation. You know, she was strong and she's sort of kept up with the guys and, you know, was there helping them out when on different things that needed help on. And plus she was kind of, wasn't she the per the the one that worked on all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, she, she was like, the mechanic. Yeah, build things. So yeah, I mean, she had some great features that I thought were kind of a neat representation for, yeah. for that. I did like that they had her as the mechanic. That was one of the things mm -hmm. when yeah. watching. I was like, all right, all right, <laughs> showing girls that yeah. they they could do, they can still do as long as they put their mind to it. Mm -hmm. And you know what. It's funny is that this this show before they sort of came up with the idea of it being based off of Chip and Dale was going to be something based off of the rescuers like they were going to have this whole thing about that. But then I guess because it was sort of around that same time the sequel was getting made, they were like, no, we can't do a show and a sequel. So they scrapped that idea and came up with Chip and Dale. I could see I could definitely see that. Mm hmm Because there are a lot of the same similarities. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which, I mean, it's not bad. No. And it did, I think it did work because it kind of had these small little adventures and everything. And these like 15, 20 minute time slots because <laughs> you got to remember the commercials, people. And so I think that was a good variety to add to bring back mm -hmm. Chip and Dale and give them their own show in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I know that they had like a little small part in that. They sort of had brought that those these characters back in. And I think because of how successful that movie was when it came out, it created this new hype around Chippendale. So that's, I think, where they were able to sort of pull that out of the hat and be like, let's let's go in this direction and do it, do it about these guys yeah so i'll be honest i didn't watch this so i won't be surprised if you say you didn't there's a <laughs> new movie chip and dale oh, the movie. movie i haven't watched i have not watched it and i probably will not watch it <laughs> yeah i just see like a little i think like a small little trailer because it's a it just came out like last year and mm -hmm. it's not really it it's not really a cartoon it's more of the it's more of how like sonic and pikachu mm. detective pikachu wa was mm. which is kind of weird to me yeah I, it doesn't work for chipmunks no <laughs> they tried it with alvin and the chipmunks and that didn't yeah eh. exactly there should have been a lesson that didn't go well <laughs> yeah it really, it really didn't oh i don't know yeah i just don't think i'll be watching it i don't know i don't th i don't think i will either unless i get to just a point where i'm just needing something in the background to be excess noise <laughs> and not need to pay attention to it right because that's sometimes my problem is like i'll put something in the background to just have some noise 
but then I'll get mm-hmm. too drowned into it. And I'll be like, okay, exactly. now I'm watching. And so maybe <laughs> maybe I'll I'll throw that in just to one of these days when I'm cleaning or something. And that way I don't really oh, have to gosh. pay attention to it and see how many brain cells I lose. <laughs> oh, man. I thought there were some big names behind it, though. So, I mean, I'm curious as, as to if it really, if it is a decent movie you know like is it doing well did people enjoy it let's see oh andy samberg mm, okay yeah i don't know if i want to watch it <laughs> so it's very yeah because that's right i was like what just watching the little trailer Mm-mm. yeah it does have a handful it really does have a lot of decent people listed and everything but i'm not gonna lie i don't think it did very well period um yeah it's and it's, it is unfortunate because it is it, it is always cool to see these cartoons and your you know your favorite cartoons growing up coming back you know it is cool that ducktales has a whole new series and you know i Chippendale's got this movie and darkwing duck has a new show that's it's cool that these are still staying relevant and you know you can watch them as a kid but you could also re-watch them as an adult or watch whatever new is coming out as an adult yeah i feel though with some of these new ones watching them as an adult it just makes me upset i guess because mm. i'm like you're ruining you're ruining the the good thing we had mm-hmm. back then yeah. some of these reboots uh some of the reboots if they're like a continuation, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more okay with because it's a different right. story. Yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, from, from what I heard, though, the DuckTales new reboot actually did pretty well. Like people really? said it was very good and very still reminiscent of what the 90s had brought. But it, But it's funny, though, because when I put it in on Disney Plus to watch it, I started typing in DuckTales and the first thing that popped up I click on it and I started watching it and I'm as I'm watching a couple minutes in I'm like okay this does not look familiar and and the kid was wearing some hat that said hashtag with an emoji and I'm like they did not have that in the 90s and I finally realized that it was the new version I'm like what the fuck like it was so hysterical and so finally that I watched the right one but I'm like this is not okay what is happening that's hilarious that's kind of yeah when i was watching these because i I, once you started once i started watching one of them on disney plus then like some of the others started to pop up and i would Mm -hmm. go in and i'd look at the screen like it would say when it started and make sure Mm -hmm. it was the correct date like if it was 19 in the 1990s or before i'm like okay i've got the right one (laughs) oh my gosh that's too funny. Yeah, could you imagine 90s with, like, hashtags and everything? Ugh. No. No. We had our words in the 90s, okay? So... Yeah. Yeah, no. So what about the next one? So which one are Tailspin. we Tailspin. 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 This is probably one of the harder <laughs> ones for me to rewatch, just because... I agree. <laughs> I think... So for me, I what I tried to do was try tried to watch at least two episodes for each. Yeah. And I start I did like the first episode, and then if it was one where there was continuation for the next one, like it went right mm-hmm. into the second episode, then great. Or I just kind of picked a random episode. 
Tailspin. I barely got through that first episode, I admit. <laughs> I, yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. I do remember watching a little bit growing up at it in this Disney afternoon thing, but it was one that I think I probably would see was playing, but then I knew something was coming on after it that I wanted to see. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, though, because, like, I... I love The Jungle Book. I think it's such an amazing movie. And I know that around the time that this show came out, they had recently re-released The Jungle Book. So it was kind of fresh and, and new in people's minds. So this show was kind of a good thing for them to play off of that. But I think what sort of made it difficult to get into if you loved The Jungle Book is that the characters weren't a continuation of the characters from The Jungle Book. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. there's the same characters, but they're they were not the same so i think that's kind of what made it like oh i can't get into this exactly and that first episode when they have whoever's voicing baloo mm -hmm. sing and everything it broke my heart because the voice itself he did a pretty decent job of being what we knew from the jungle book Mm -hmm. but that singing voice yeah just wasn't and he he doesn't have a bad voice or anything like that it just wasn't blue right and that was like a stab to the heart because i'm because at first i i admit i was like okay this is the one with the jungle book characters right and i was watching i was like <laughs> okay yeah yeah it is and so i was like okay okay uh, all right, Baloo. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Same voice from, from Bear Necessities. <laughs> that is not the same no. one. <laughs> no. And, it, and just because of, because of that, like, it took me... That episode seemed to go a lot longer than the 25 minutes or whatever it truly I was. I thought so, too. Yeah, I did, too. I'm like, eh, why are we still going? Yeah. <laughs> I swear I turned it off or like went and did something and came back and it was still the same episode. I'm like, how are we not on episode two yet? It was... I, <laughs> yes, I was the exact same way. And I, I mean, Kit's character, the little Kit character was super <laughs> adorable and everything, but kind of also was a little bit like annoying, I guess, to me. Ooh, yeah. How? Yeah. And then, like, I guess for I don't get it. Why? Why are a lot of times the bad characters like the dogs or the cats? Do you ever notice that? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of times. It's like a a character as a dog. Like this one, the uh, first the first episode of of this one is the pirates a dog. But like even in mm -hmm. uh, the Jungle Book movie, we've mm -hmm. got what is it? The tiger. The Mm -hmm. and everything it's like why 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 are they <laughs> why are they discriminating against cats and dogs i, I guess because probably just the most common household pet so like guess what pets are evil <laughs> they are not i know i didn't like that definitely not no. but you know what i did find funny when i what I found out, I should say, that was funny, is that the Rebecca character was actually based off of the same character that Kirstie Alley plays in Cheers. Huh. Which I don't know if you ever watched Cheers. I wasn't a big Cheers watcher, but it's kind of funny because they showed like a little side-by-side -side of the character and, and then 
how Kirstie Alley played her, and it was exactly like the same. It, huh. <laughs> That's so that was their that was their inspiration, which hey. I think is a compliment. That's kind of cool. Absolutely. That's always interesting to to find out what the inspiration behind some of those characters are. Mm. Like just the attitude they give them and how they dress them and everything. I I wish there was more behind the scenes of some of those animations. Oh yeah. But it just wasn't a common a very common thing back then. Right. Yeah. I definitely think that they should do something where like find a lot of that old footage from these old shows and kind of that behind the scenes and sort of make a compilation of all the different ones to sort of be able to to see that release them from their secret vault that they have that i would pay money for honestly yeah like that would be a great honestly a great like disney plus thing to throw in there Ooh, they already yeah, special yeah. yeah they already have they've done some of those like brought back some of the wonderful worlds of disney mm. they've they've mm -hmm. dug into their vaults for some of that like they yeah. have like a Mickey Mouse Club at Disney from like <laughs> 60s or 70s. I think it was the 70s that's on Disney Plus. So mm. they obviously have gone back into their vaults for some of this. I I really do think like mm. you said it would be a great show. They could they could turn that into god knows how many episodes <laughs> with how many animated oh, gosh, movies. Yeah. Exactly. If they did every show, every movie, every cartoon whatever like and just gave us gave us all the content that uh, that would be so amazing to see that would and that's one thing that i i loved about when dvds and blu-rays came out mm. was they started doing that they started doing those yeah. behind the scenes things and so it sucks that a lot of these older movies and shows and everything mm -hmm. they just didn't ha like never gave it to any of the production companies or anything like that so we don't have that access anymore to it and i would right. love to see it oh yeah yeah i agree did you know that the show ha actually has two episodes that are banned like they're not really you can't find them like no like disney didn't have them yeah i'm sure I think you can YouTube. find them like online but they're, they're yeah i think they're on youtube, YouTube. <laughs> you know someone's got them oh yeah but i thought that because of, okay so the two band episodes one was about racism and one was about terrorism like with a bomb huh they decided no this was not good so these must were these banned like after their first airing because I I know that I'm not sure if it was this show or another show that that happened but I think some of these re-aired but it was later on on like during their re-airings re that somebody spoke out about it or some parent or something it was like wait this is not good content for our kids <laughs> yeah because I was gonna say it must have been after the internet came out and everything because. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was really, it was really damn hard to cancel somebody or something pre-internet. Right. Unless the network realized they fucked up and, and did their own cancellation of it. But <laughs> just from different things that used to be out and everything, I don't, maybe the bomb one I could see. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use like some of the different shows or movies that depict racism to help 
teach about it and help make people more aware of it and everything so i mean it's all about the country too because some countries are more aware of that and are are more inclined to ban that versus other countries yeah so i I mean it really it really just depends but it, it it is kind of crazy that a show geared towards kids they would have a you know a content that's even sort of on those levels it kind of tells you shows you how different society is and how i guess more sensitive and everything Mm -hmm. because it you used to be able to get away with everything like writers didn't give a shit they would throw everything they could think of into a show or movie Mm -hmm. and not care but now everybody's got to everybody's got blinders on now to where they've oh can't can't look over there can't look over there i've got like just very that does make me kind of laugh that there were not necessarily the topics but that this show has two episodes that were banned mm-hmm. yeah good old baloo getting banned <laughs> oh poor baloo not his fault <laughs> oh but you did you know there was another thing like another issue with the show that i found out with the with the whole king louis character uh-huh. you know you remember his character oh yeah so i guess the new guy that was voicing him because the original had passed yeah i guess he sounded too much like him or was doing you know too good of a job at playing him that the widow of the original basically was suing them and you know trying to which they reached some settlement but ever since then there has never been another representation of king louis like you won't see him in anything else after the show came out so because of that wow yeah wow so she probably (laughs) i wonder if she was maybe thinking that they had used they were using um old tapes like old recordings Mm. and then so she wasn't they the state wasn't getting anything from that but in her mind since it sounded so it sounded so much like them that it was him and it was just the it was just the lord knows how many hours of unused audio that (laughs) they have i mean heck they were able to do a guy who voiced mr potato head in toy story had passed before i think it was the third toy story Mm. and they had enough instead of replacing him they worked it out with his family and estate to just go ahead and use the footage they already had the audio that they had already wow had recorded from the previous movies. Hmm. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane, though. So did they... I I never watched the the live-action Jungle Book, so was there not Mm -mm. a King Louie? No. What? King King Louie's character in the original original Jungle Book kind of scared me. (laughs) I'll be honest. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I agree. He's a little scary. I don't know. (laughs) That's what's funny is... King Louie, to me, was more a villainous character than uh, whoever, the the cat, the tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I didn't realize that they'd, they've not had any other representations of King Louie since then. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that either. That's that's crazy. The power. Yeah. Damn. That's insane. Cause that. Cause I think like what it was was that I heard 
you kind of, I think you hear in the first episode, like you hear King Louis before you hear Baloo. And it was so much like the gentleman from the Jungle Book mm. that I was like, oh, it's the same. I, I was the same way as the widow was. It's the same actor. <laughs> and right. So, and so I was yeah. like, I think my brain just automatically was like, oh, yeah, it's the same actors for all of them that were alive and everything. And then when Baloo sang, I'm like, no, nope, not the same actor. So. All right. Are you ready? Ready for your dark wing duck? Dark wing duck. I take it you like this one. You know, I out of all of these that we've watched, this one I think is the one that I did not really ever watch during Disney afternoon growing up. Okay. I think it felt just too dark for me. Yeah. It kind of has like that DC comic vibe to it oh yeah yeah definitely very dark like that whole what was that movie that they oh i forgot one of the, who what that one that came out recently but it was like very dark like the whole movie was shot and it was in a very the dark batman tones. Uh, was it the batman the, one the one with uh robert pattinson the most recent batman yes yeah yes and it yeah exactly that's exactly what it was reminding me of was those, those super dark tones. And I already was watching like another show, I think at that time that kind of had that same darkness because mm. it took place at night. And even this one, like it did take place entirely at night, but it's no. still, I mean, even during the day, the colors just kind of had a darker tone to it. Yeah. And yeah. So I don't know. I just never really cared for it. And honestly, Darkwing's character just cringe to me. I don't know if you felt the same way. Oh, <laughs> I he was yeah he was he was kind of cringe. But I mean, I did I did like that it was, and it probably is the reason why his character is so cringe. I mean, it, it is just like a parody off of all those comics and superhero things like. That, that's really what the show is yeah. like that's it's a whole big spoof basically so i did like how they had that humor in it and it was completely different than all the other shows that they had going on before that you know where they're fun they're they're lighthearted you know they're on an adventure and you know just being their goofy selves and then you had darkwing come in and he was just he was a good guy but he was also just very just had this weird sense of humor and was just crazy. <laughs> and like, how? What was? There used to be a show a while ago that kind of had that same start to it, where sitting on the couch reading a story and then go into the story. And I can't even remember what that was, but mm. like I said, Darkwing was one that was just hard for me to watch. I think I don't know, maybe because I wasn't super into the superheroes and the the comic cartoons at right. the time i watched some mm -hmm. of them because of my brothers but they were at that time older to where darkwing wasn't appealing to them and so mm -hmm. for disney i watched more of what i wanted to watch in a sense but and th that just wasn't it out of all of these since that was more darker it just didn't have the appeal to me personally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like I watched that one a whole lot either. I mean, I the character is familiar, like I know yeah. his character. 
And I do feel like I remember getting one of those little toys from McDonald's. Like, I feel like Gosh. his character was one that they had there a lot. And I just, that I just remember. So that kind of is probably why I maybe would watch the show or something. I'm like, oh, I have this character. What's he from? And maybe yeah. put on the show or something. But I remember those characters. I, yeah, that one I don't think yeah. I watched as I remember much. those toys. I think I, I think I mean, I would get, always get Tailspin. Not Tailspin. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Baloo, yeah. right? Yes. I, I feel like I would get him a lot. Yeah. It was funny because you'd think that, like, the main characters would almost sometimes would be ones the harder to get. But mm. did you ever, did, <laughs> when you would go to McDonald's, did you ever go up and be like, okay, what character, what, what toys do you guys have? Can I have this Yo, specific yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't want every time you go, you're getting the same one all the time. And it's like, okay, I'm tired of the same one. Yeah. Like, do you guys have any other options? Do I need to go to exactly. another McDonald's? <laughs> and that's what they wanted you to do. Probably go to multiples in yeah. your area just in one day and get them all. <laughs> We only had like two within a thirty minute drive, so it's like I I can't like I don't have my own car. My parents have to drive me oh, everywhere. No, <laughs> but I mean he did have like catchphrases that I thought was kind of cool that they had a sort of catchphrase for him every time he would come in and try to fight off the bad guys. Yeah, what was your favorite catchphrase? <laughs> you brought up. I don't know. I know I did, didn't I? <laughs> the only one that I remember, the only one that I know, because like I said, I didn't watch that many, is the one that he was like, I am whatever, and and I am the batteries not included. And I just thought that was kind of funny, because we can all relate to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Got the new toy, but can't play it yet, because we forgot to get the batteries. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Now, um, talking about people being voice actors crossing over and everything. Do you know who voiced Darkwing? Not until I watched this, no, but yeah. It doesn't sound like <laughs> now him. Now I do. It doesn't sound like him, no, though. No, it doesn't. It's so distinct. that It's crazy. That, I, I just was looking at that and everything. I was like, shit, that we were just talking about how most of the time when he does voice something, we recognize it right away. Mm -hmm. so, I so I wonder if Gummy, the Adventures of Gummy Bears, and Pooh were maybe like recording around the same time and everything. Mm. And then mm -hmm. Darkwing came later. Ooh, yep. And so he was then able to get into a different character. He got, had a whole new spin on it. Yeah. yeah. Is, he vo is he the same one that's still voicing him now in the new show that i honestly wouldn't be surprised just because i know he's really stuck with most of his his characters mm -hmm. like, yeah because i would i would think that he probably would jim cummings probably would still mm. be doing darkwing duck did you know that this uh show also had a band episode well, good gracious, Disney <laughs> all these band episodes. What was this one for? This one was because of Satan was present in it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is this is what I don't understand. Okay, so Satan was present in it. Okay. I but forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming probably the ones who raised a ruckus and raised hell to get it banned <laughs> Ooh. are probably the same people who 
wanted Harry Potter banned, all of that. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, okay, they wanted Harry Potter banned, but what about like all these Disney movies that had fairy godmothers and all those magic? Darkwing Duck has an episode with Satan in it. <laughs> if you're religious, Satan's there. Like, Satan's a true form mm-hmm. it doesn't i don't i can't comprehend that <laughs> I, I i don't know the hypocrisy of people it's yeah doing that just gets me it doesn't make sense <laughs> to me yeah yeah now i'm really curious and I'm probably gonna go down the rabbit hole and find these episodes on like youtube or somewhere <laughs> yeah. just to see how <laughs> extreme they were and when i say extreme that's an air mm-hmm. quotes Right. Because I have watched some things that were 80s and 90s where I'm, I'm watching and I'm kind of like, oh, good lord, this actually mm-hmm. passed and like was allowed. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm wondering if those would be, these are going to be the same kind of things. But mm-hmm. considering they're Disney cartoons, I don't believe that that's going to be the case. Right. Yeah. And what sucks about watching a lot of these older things is that when you are watching them now, now your mind goes to thinking like, oh, this isn't going to hold up well. This is not good. Like, uh oh, like, wow. Whereas when you were watching it during that time, that thought wasn't crossing your mind. You know, like that was that was okay. That's what you're watching. And there was nothing wrong with it. But now you watch them and you that's what you instantly think. It's like, oh, is someone going to be offended by this? Or, oh, who's going to, you know, it's just now it's all the all we think about and it sucks it makes it to where you really can't enjoy things the way they were meant to mm-hmm. be enjoyed because like i said everybody's got to walk on eggshells anymore there is little enjoyment in that and now i'm not saying i'm i am saying that there are some things that got through and was okay to be done <laughs> probably shouldn't have even been done back then and not especially for kids Right. I'm still scarred by Alice in Wonderland, honestly. That's that's one of those things where you're kind of like, how in the hell did that entire, an entire movie like that? <laughs> but you also got to think that these creators were making things for both kids and adults at the same time. Mm. And so they had to, on some of these, make them to where it would be enjoyable across all, bo- all lines. And so they'd have to throw in some of those anyone knows that kids aren't gonna fucking understand Mm. but adults are gonna be sitting there laughing their asses off but now you can't even do that (laughs) no no this one may need to have joy yeah this one may need to have like on our little uh description like (laughs) warning (laughs) explicit extremely explicit (laughs) oh gosh that's so funny good lord but I think that originally, okay, so anyways, going back to Darkwing, I think we, <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about, but. <laughs> we digress sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Is that this show, which seems to be a trend with a lot of things that Disney has, does, is that they wanted to name it Double O Duck. So they wanted to sort of have a play off of, you know, the whole James Bond thing. <laughs> but. They didn't own the right. They, you know, no one can use double O because that's copyright yeah. and everything. So, of course, Disney wasn't able to go in that direction. But it's just funny how that it seems like they always get themselves caught and stuck in all these little traps and, and, and things with the stuff that they're doing. They do. It's it's entertaining, but 
it's also kind of sad that now with the mogul and the corporation that Disney is, they will win if still getting stuck in some of those situations. Mm. They're going to win every time because they're just going to pay out. Yeah, they're going to own everything, so yeah. it won't matter to them. <laughs> I mean, they they really are. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, they really could almost get away with anything, so... What can you do? <laughs> yeah. There's, it's a love-hate relationship with Disney, honestly. It is. It is. Yes. It really is. Anything else on Darkwing? No. Okay. I think we got, what, one more? We got Goof Troop. Goof Troop. I like this one. I love Goofy. Yeah. I think he's probably one of my top favorite animated characters. So I think I really, I really enjoyed this show particularly a lot growing up. And I know they also had like a movie that came out a little bit later that I watched. I think the thing that I remember the most, though, about it is the video game, which when we talk about video games, we can talk more about it. But that video game, for some reason, had just like a has like a place in my heart that I just remember it so much. I just remember the cover art and just all the different levels and stuff. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to play. I don't know if I ever played that one. I'll have to dig deep in my memory for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so goof troop how long did this one go on because i feel like it did it go on for a while and honestly no it only went for a year it only really? had a short season then they must yeah. have but i think it kept going because like i said they had the movie come out uh -huh. in 95 and then they had like another movie come out in 2000 and i think goof goof troop play, replayed like through the second half of the 90s you know that back half that it played for all those years so i think okay. that's why like i know it so well growing up where i when i did it but then everyone else that was born later on they they also did because they played it for so long okay because i i do remember seeing the show during disney afternoon and mm -hmm. i don't know i goofy was honestly not a favorite of mine <laughs> but i always feel bad for him he's oh, got to, he's got mm. such a big heart and everything but he's so goofy that like he gets <laughs> into these situations that suck for him yeah i always my one of my favorite characters is always pluto mm. oh yeah and so like i never understood okay goofy's supposed to be a dog also pluto's a dog pluto <laughs> is how we we have dogs but goofy gets to wear shoes and clothes and everything <laughs> and walk around and oh. eat at the big kids table so <laughs> i think this one was a little different for me because i one of my first i think memories with the exception of like watching those super old cartoons like the original mm -hmm. animations yeah. was a goofy movie oh yeah and so going back and watching this goofy movie was very sharp animation whereas this was almost kind of like a elementary animation i guess mm, yeah do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean they, yeah they did have different styles so i mean it, it kind of makes sense and plus the the sun's a little bit older like the characters yeah. are a little bit older in that one so it is kind of a transition in time yeah whatever happened to the cat goofy's the cat. yeah goofy's got a cat they've got a cat in it the cat does like nowhere after goof troop huh. like it's 
which is weird to me also. Goofy's a dog. They own a cat. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that they're just trying to say that everyone can be friends, you know? <laughs> that cat does not like Goofy. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. He's like, you just give me food, but we don't even coexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, Goofy is just so... This show in particular, that was just so different than all the rest that they had put out. Like, this one wasn't about them fighting off villains or chasing something. It was just, it was really just kind of like a sitcom, almost like a typical day in the life of Goofy and his son and, you know, just kind of doing random things. It, it was just sort of a nice family show. And I did, I was liking that of it. Because sometimes you just need to slow down. I do like all the adventure shows and everything, but then there are times where, like, those sitcom shows, like said, mm -hmm. this one is a nice change of pace to what was the main aspect of Disney Afternoon. So yeah. it gave people kind of that chance to kind of... Probably adults probably liked it because instead of all these different adventures, getting the kids active and their minds going, oh my gosh, I want to do an adventure, then it was kind of goof troop where it was not necessarily a slower mm. pace but a lower simulation that they could right. then put the kids down for a nap after or mm -hmm. something like that or have them get ready for dinner and right. not be a oh i want to go on adventure like like they do or anything it's like okay like <laughs> we you kind of see those aspects also in goof troop the dinners those calming things well mm -hmm. partially calming when goofy's involved <laughs> right yeah you never know he's accident prone so yeah. bound to happen <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> who's your favorite character from goof troop i like max i think probably max was my favorite um i think he's a he's a cool character it's kind of a typical teenager or preteen or whatever age he was on there and kind of embarrassed about his dad and doesn't want his dad really involved in his life and doing things and but he's, they still have like a good relationship you know and i yeah. think that was kind of a good aspect that disney showed with it was that relationship with the father and son unlike pete who i don't like him mm. at all or his relationship with his wife or his son i think he's a complete asshole yeah and re regardless of the fact that who voiced him i the character was a no. Who voiced him? Well, we've talked about him many times already um, about voicing other great characters, but it was Jim. He voiced Pete? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care for him voicing Pete, honestly. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. That's that's interesting. No, yeah, either did I. Yeah. It is crazy. Cause I guess because it's like a character where you just you don't probably one of the few characters of his that where you just don't like, you know, so yeah. it's kind of weird to think about that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know of anyone who really cared much for Pete's character. And it's it's not one of those where, oh, you hate him as a child or anything. You still don't like him as an adult. Let's be honest. Right. Exactly. It's not <laughs> one of those where as a child you identify as like the princess but then as an adult you identify as the evil stepmother or something like that <laughs> no 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 not on this one this is this one did not yeah. stick with that uh that parameters at all yeah no did you have a favorite character from the show so i actually like uh pj's little sister okay she's she's <laughs> kind of like just 
a fun character who gets into trouble, but, like, <laughs> knows how to get out of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And honestly, it's kind of more of a, kind of a lot like the mom, who's very forward and not, doesn't cower like PJ does. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I, I like her character. <laughs> what is the little sister's yeah. name, anyways? Ooh, I don't know, honestly. I don't even remember. Or even if they even uh, name her. I feel like they hmm. do. Because I feel like, especially in the first episode, there's one point where, like, the mom is, like, yelling at her to get back inside and don't eat, don't eat those worms or something like that. <laughs> it's like, that's, oh my gosh. that's such a little sister, little kid thing to do. And I just love it. Oh, yeah. I do, too. Yeah. So you watched the little rap video that I sent you about this that I found? Oh, my gosh. What? Just the the goofy rap. Fox for those. <laughs> oh. What? That was weird, right? <laughs> I felt like I was tripping acid. <laughs> like, I I literally, I watched those and I'm just, I, I'm, I'm like, especially the goofy one. Because, like, then, oh then, like, all of a sudden you got two people, like, one's dressed as Goofy, one's dressed as Max, and you're like, wait a second, they weren't dressed like that a minute ago. Somebody made a hilarious comment on the video about how it looked like they were watching a sequel to Cats. <laughs> like, it, it just looked like it was a dog-based version of Cats, and I was like, it's exactly oh what it gosh. was. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> oh. They lit- nailed that <laughs> to a T. Like, that is so true. <laughs> what rabbit hole did you go down to even find those? I didn't, I, well, I didn't think I was down a hole. I was just on some blog post, and someone was writing their review and they were talking about this video which apparently had aired at the end of a vhs tape back in the day oh god (laughs) but then they also had the darkwing duck rap so that it was the same same way and so it's like was that a thing back then like shows were putting out this rap version of a song for them like what what was that i i vaguely remember things like that i think they also probably used those during like either the credits or commercial breaks Mm. and because like disney used to do a lot of times where they'd show like little like they do the music videos during commercial breaks even into the Mm. 2000s and 2010s and so i think that probably is was just something else fun to throw into the loop for the Disney afternoons. But man, watching this as a freaking adult, that was... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure as a kid, you wanted to to learn the dance and yeah. you wanted to learn the song. So you probably like replayed it a bunch of times and your parents were probably like, oh my God, turn yeah. that shit off. <laughs> Absolutely. It was probably like, get me the regular theme song, please. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's crazy. Those were out of all of these shows. What would you say was your favorite? Ooh, that's a tough one, but I would probably, I'd probably have to say Ducktales. Really? Yeah, that's just the one that I remember. That I really do remember probably the most. Okay. And I, because I can still remember. 
alphabetizing our VHSs and <laughs> DuckTales was one of them. We had the movie. And so I think that was just one that, like I said, it we always had it around. And so hmm. the show also resonated with me too. So here's a, another question. Huey, Dewey, or Louie? I can never tell them apart. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest, I get so confused. I'm horrible with the names on those. Because there's, it almost is one of those things where you feel like they're like triplets that are playing tricks on you every time. Like you almost feel like mm. each episode they change up who's who. Because mm -hmm. they're, it's not necessarily how, I know that like what once got the green, one's got the blue, one's got the red. Yeah. But I still yeah. feel like they've they switched it up a little bit on that. <laughs> like one one episode they'll call they'll call one of the characters this and then the next episode that same character is a different name and <laughs> what's happening? I'm, I'm like as a as a child I'm I'm confused. As an adult I just lump them all together. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just clump them all. Clump yep. them all together. That's hilarious. So another question off of that. Okay. Donald or Daffy Duck? <laughs> well, you can't understand either of them very well. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Probably Donald, honestly. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It may also just be because, too, every time I think about Donald anymore, I think of the Disneyland Paris had a really, really adorable commercial where they Aww. had, like, a little duck find an old cartoon book. Oh, yes. And Donald's yes. His, like, his, like, hero and everything. And he tries, when they're migrating, oh. he tries to take the book and he drops it and... So he they go to their new home for the summer or whatever, and he's walking around real sad. And then he walks into Donald, and he just like gets all excited and everything. And it just even even warms my heart just thinking of that commercial. Aww. And so yeah, I think Donald's probably would be between those two. Yeah, definitely Donald. Yeah. Do you ever wonder why? They didn't include more of Donald into DuckTales? So I wonder, I, I did wonder that, but I think it, I wonder if it had something to do maybe with kind of a copyright issue for Donald. Mm-mm. Why then? No. What? I'm going to tell you. So, it, so two, two reasons. One is that they were afraid of overexposing his character. They didn't want to show to, to give him too much exposure because he was kind of already defined, I guess, as Donald Duck in his own world. Yeah. But also, too, because he's basically a character you can barely understand. So watching a whole show of him quacking around like incomprehensible, you would be having a hard time following it. I mean, I could probably understand him with my captions that I watched today, but back then you didn't really always have that option. So <laughs> Yeah, but I mean like that was kind of part of the fun of Donald though, is you can understand him when he's in a good mood, but once he gets angry, you you just can't understand the damn thing he says. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. Apparently in the new season, in the new version of DuckTales though, he's the main character in it and now he has learned how to talk normal. Yeah, just, we're going to cross just, that one <laughs> off my list of potential watches. 
Because, <laughs> no, that doesn't work for me. That does not work for me at all. You heard it here first, folks. April says no. No. <laughs> not happening. No. I love it. No. So which of which of these would be, would you say is your favorite that we've discussed today? So definitely Goof Troop. Uh, just like saying before, I just remember that one the most. And I, for some reason, just really love Goofy. But I think it's just because I love... I loved Mickey and Minnie so much growing up, and Goofy was right there along with them. And his character just sort of stood out the most to me. So watching that show, I think I always wanted to make sure I was watching it. You know, if there was any shows on otherwise, it was like, no, it's got to be Goof Troop. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I, lo I loved all these shows, though. I think it, they all were were really well done and I think that they kind of gave you a little bit of all different sort of content so you if you didn't really care for one as a kid you would enjoy another one because it sort of kind of was a little different so you could watch all of them and just sort of pick and choose as they were on so I did like that and I and I thought that they just were really well animated and the the voice actors were really good but yeah I mean I enjoyed watching them all and I think they all were very well done for Disney. I think they did another good thing for TV programming, for sure. Absolutely. I definitely give them kudos where they deserve it. And this was one of those. All of these had something for everybody. Like if there was, like we discussed, I didn't really care for Darkwing, but mm. the others were more ones that I would watch and did watch. So everybody had kind of their their niche that they could keep up with for this and hey i mean again kudos where it's deserved <laughs> disney does know their shit most of the time yeah yeah for sure do you know if you watched any of the shows in the later years are we gonna do a part two of this i know in the later years i'd have to see which shows they were specifically but i know i i know aladdin and the lion king were one of them or two of them. Okay. Those are two shows that they had. Those are only two I can recall. I know I watched Aladdin. I vaguely remember The Lion King, but because it was... I remember that The Lion King was different than the movie mm. and everything, so I had some issues with that because I'm <laughs> such... I love yeah. The Lion King so much. Yeah, I think we could definitely do like a part two on this and kind of go through and just find what was what else they have oh they had gargoyles yes that bonkers gargoyles was the one that quack i was pack i have never heard of quack pack and mighty ducks yeah so they i mean they yeah. did have some we'll we'll do like a part two we pro it probably won't be as long yeah it'll be later or later yeah since they were like the back half of the 90s yeah because i definitely i definitely watched the gargoyles that's for sure <laughs> how i for the hell of it last year before we've ever even discussed 90s noise was starting to rewatch gargoyles <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That's kind of what we have for this episode of 90s Noise. Thanks for tuning in this week and be sure to leave us your reviews. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. And if you leave a review, we'll be sure to shout you out on our later episodes. We'd love to hear kind of your feedback and what you're liking. 
if you have any sort of recommendations for us as far as topics that you would like for us to touch on, we'd love to hear them. That's all we got. And we'll see you next week, everyone. Peace. Peace out.